0: Hey guys, this is the Senior Studio Success Podcast, and I'm your host, Gina Golden. I've been a senior photographer for over 16 years now and run a successful studio in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm passionate about helping photographers just like you get profitable and productive in your own studios. As a mama to three boys, I know how difficult it can be to raise babies and a business at the same time. Over the years, I've learned to develop systems and strategies in the studio and at home that built the business of my dreams. Most days you can find me curled up in a big comfy chair with a good book, or throwing a ball in the backyard with my crazy dogs, or out on location with an awesome client and a camera in my hands. But each week I'll be hopping in here to chat with you about building the business of your dreams too. I believe our businesses should fit our lives and not the other way around. Now if we just became best friends, I hope you'll join me back here every week to dive into the business of senior photography. Let's get to it, my friends. We are at episode 50, y'all. So I'm going to take a minute to soak that in. In fact, the one-year anniversary for the podcast is this Saturday, August 6th. It's hard to believe it's been a year of this little adventure that I decided to go on. I certainly wasn't ready for it. Didn't have a clue as to what I was doing. And I've stumbled my way to 50 episodes. But I am crazy excited to see where the next 50 takes us. If you've been with me since the beginning, thank you for sticking with me. If this is the first one you've caught, welcome on in. It's nice and casual here. And if you're somewhere in the middle, heck yeah, I am so happy that you're here too. Now, since we are at episode 50, I'm going to celebrate with one of my favorite topics today, productivity and streamlining your day to get massive results. I'm going to reference a few of the past episodes in this one because I've drilled down to specifics in a few episodes that you might want to go back and listen to. And I'll be sure that those are all linked in the show notes as well. You know, it's ironic that the day that I'm recording this episode has actually been one of the most disorganized days I've had in a long time. It's the last week of summer. I have a house full of boys in and out of the door. My phone has been blowing up and my computer crashed this morning. I mean, what can you do but laugh, right? (laughs) So let's start with this. We all do the best we can do, and sometimes good enough is good enough. But I'm going to give you some tips for actual productive days because I really do have those too, just maybe not today in particular. (laughs) So why do we want to be productive in the first place? I tried to think about that this morning. I've always been on the hunt for being able to get more done in a shorter amount of time. But why? Why do I do that? I think that my main reason is so that I can enjoy more downtime with my family. I love closing my computer down at the end of the day, and especially on Fridays. The peace I get from knowing I gave it all I had that week or that day, knowing that I don't have much to worry about is such a good feeling. And I want you to have that too. Now, I'm not saying it's all rainbows and butterflies over here all the time. But more times than not, I can just walk away and not feel any guilt about it. Another reason I'm on a constant hunt for this is not necessarily a good one. I have this thought or a belief that I'm working really hard on to change. And that is that there's not enough time to get it all done. That is completely false. And it's something that I really struggle with. So let's talk about that a little bit and how you can actually get to that place of shutting it down and knowing that you had a really productive day. It all starts in your head. It really does. If you don't get your head right, you'll be scrambling all day, grasping at straws, and you'll get to the end of your day exhausted, wondering what you got done. Why is that? Well, it's more than likely because you're just going about your day with no purpose. Jumping from task to task, notification to notification, just putting out fires left and right when they pop up. That is destructive and it will wear you out. You got to figure out why you want to be more productive. What's your reason? Reminding yourself of that may actually keep you from scrolling TikTok and Instagram Reels and Facebook in the middle of the day. What's your reason why you want to be more productive? Write it down and put it somewhere that you can see it. Make it a screensaver on your phone as a constant reminder. We all need those. Now, another way your head comes into play here is the thoughts you choose to believe when your brain serves them up to you. I just told you about one of the thoughts my brain loves to give me. There's not enough time. You know that you don't actually have to believe those thoughts, right? They aren't always true. I'd argue that the majority of them are complete nonsense. They're actually just opinions, and we have the choice to believe them or not. Now, you might not like what I'm about to say next, and that is okay. I'm going to say it anyway. Get out of the victim mentality. Stop making excuses. Stop whining. Stop complaining. Take ownership of your thoughts of your actions, of your day. When you play the victim game, you are giving your power away. It's time to take it back. Take ownership and solve the problem if you have one. And this isn't just about productivity. This is about every part of your business and life. Take ownership and fix it. No more blaming a situation, a circumstance, or a person. That blame makes you weak. It makes you the victim. Not anymore. You are a strong person and you have accomplished so many things in your life. You have proven over and over again that you can do big things. So if this is your hang-up, remind yourself of who you are and what you've done in this lifetime already. You've had babies, you've restored marriages, you've been through heartache and you've come out on the other side of it. You've built a business, you've put kids through sports and school, you have done big things. Surely getting organized and productive isn't as tough as some of the things that you've already done. No more excuses. You can do this, okay? Now, you know what else will completely dismantle a day, a week, a month, heck, even a year? Fear. Quit living in fear and indecision. It will stop you dead in your tracks. We aren't promised tomorrow, you guys. Today is a gift, so make it count. Live this day and every day like it freaking matters. Stop throwing your precious time away on this back and forth, I don't know what to do or I'm too scared to do it mentality. Not making a decision is actually making a decision. You're deciding not to do anything, and that is definitely not productive. What's something you've been on the fence about? How many times have you reworked your pricing, your website, your logo? Whatever it is, make a decision and put it into action. If it's the wrong decision, okay. At least you made one, and now you know. Learn from it. But what if it's the right one? What if you didn't let fear get in your way? What's the best thing that could happen? Not the worst thing, the best thing. Concentrate on that. No more fear. Fear has no place in business. And the last point I'll make before we get into some actionables is to make each day purposeful. Do you have a purpose for each day? Is it laid out? Do you know what you want to accomplish? Or do you just go about your day doing whatever comes up? We'll talk about this more here in a few minutes, but you need to have a purpose or a goal for your day. Without one, you're just gonna be bouncing all over the place. Now, let's get tactical. What are some ways you can take action towards some more productive days? You've heard me say this hundreds of times here get rid of the distractions and turn off the notifications. They will slow you down so much, turn them off. Now, after you finish listening today, go to your settings and turn off anything that isn't absolutely necessary to be notified of. Do you really need to know every time you get an email? Do you really need to know every time someone likes something of yours on Instagram? And do you really need to know every time someone posts in a Facebook group? My guess is no. Jump back to episode 20 if you want to hear a little bit more on this topic, but Please, please turn off your notifications. Okay, plan your week ahead of time. If you attack your days with no plan, you will be lost. Plain and simple, you need to have a plan for your week. I'm going to go into detail about this in next week's episode, so be sure you come back for that one. I like to plan on Sundays so that I can hit the floor running on Monday mornings. You might want to do your planning on Friday afternoons. Figure out what you like best and make it work for you. Batch similar tasks together. Another way to get crazy productive is to batch similar tasks together. You can give yourself theme days or blocks of time to focus on one type of task. Plan all of your social media content in one sitting for the week. Write a stack of thank you notes instead of just one. Record your stories, your reels, your TikToks once a week instead of trying to fit them in all week long. Don't try to squeeze in a blog post here or there. Set aside a big block of time and write several at one time. Combining your tasks like this will keep you in a great flow, especially if you turn those notifications off. You will get so much more done this way than just going down a to-do list of random tasks all day long. This is what having a purpose for your day looks like. Maybe you have a writing block, a video block, a sales day, a shooting day, an errands block, an editing day. I call one of my blocks of time my power hour. This is in the middle of the day, sometime around lunch, when I get in all my calls, my emails, my DMs, some admin work. There's a whole episode devoted just to that, the power hour. It's way back in the beginning, episode seven. Go check it out if you want to, whatever you decide. Set up your week for what works for you, what works best for you. Just make sure that it is a purposeful week, okay? Each day needs a purpose. Each week needs a purpose. I would even argue that. All right, let's talk about multitasking. You got to multitask the right way. Are you surprised that I even said that? Multitasking isn't always a bad thing when it's done the right way. Now, let me tell you what I mean. Trying to do two things at the same time that require your focus and attention will be a miserable failure. Okay. The way to multitask effectively is to combine one task that requires mental focus with one task that is pretty much automated or doesn't require much thinking or concentration. We're going to call that one the no brainer task. Okay. Now, doing multiple things at once, like showing up for a Zoom coaching call, but you're working on a project or designing something or trying to answer email at the same time, that will cause you to lose focus, slow you down, it's going to cause you to miss things and make mistakes. This is because you're doing two things at once that are trying to use the same parts of your brain. You've put your brain on overload, basically. It can't handle it. It can't process both of these things effectively at the same time. The most productive way to multitask is to do two things that use different parts of your brain. So you'll have your one mentally demanding task combined with your one no brainer task. Now, here's some examples. Maybe you go for your morning walk, but you use your voice recorder on your phone to take notes about a project or some goals while you're walking. Maybe you listen to a podcast while you're folding laundry. Maybe you cook dinner, but your laptop is on the counter so you can watch a course that you're taking. Maybe you're doing the dishes while you're listening to an audio book. You're putting together welcome kits while you have a YouTube video playing in the background. Returning calls while you're driving to an appointment. Maybe you show up to a Zoom coaching call on the treadmill. Hello, Mr. Tim. I know you are out there listening and he shows up <laughs> lately on his treadmill getting his workout in. And on the coaching calls. So, look, it can be done. You can combine things together, but they can't be two mentally focused things at the same time, okay? Where we get into trouble is when we switch from task to task, actually. Your brain has to do this start-stop, start-stop sequence when you go from task to task. It would be like driving your car, coming up to a stop sign, Turning off your car, looking both ways, turning your car back on, and then pressing gas to go forward. How much extra gas would your car be using if you did this every time you came to an intersection? Not to mention the wear and tear on the engine. This is what you're doing to your brain when you go from one type of task to the next, to the next, to the next. So stop task switching and start multitasking. The right way, okay? Next up, and you might not like this one either close down your email browser and close down your Facebook browser. So, speaking of task switching, having Facebook and your email open all day long is a constant distraction and it really can be mentally draining. I'm not gonna say much about this because it's pretty plain and simple, but you've got to wean yourself off of these addictive things. Turn them off, set a timer when you will allow yourself to go check in on them. I check my email at lunchtime and before I close it down for the day. Okay, give yourself white space on your calendar. You need some room to breathe on your calendar. So you want to make sure that your appointments and your tasks aren't back to back. Otherwise, you'll constantly feel behind and that stress will definitely not lead to you being more productive. Feeling under pressure all the time will actually cause you to slow down, feel defeated, and just want to give up because you'll never get it done anyway, right? (laughs) So give yourself some time between appointments or your blocks of time so that you can have time to transition or take a break if you need to. All right, set your boundaries and stick to them. Now, we talked about this in episode 47 just a few weeks back. Personal and business boundaries are absolutely necessary if you want to control your calendar and how much you get done in a day. If family, friends, and clients have 24-hour access to you, then you will constantly be on this stop-and-go, on-the-run sort of schedule. That is not the way to have a productive day, so get your boundaries in place and Work up that discipline to stick to them. Okay, up next, know when you are most productive. Now, we are all built differently. Some of us are morning people. Some of us can get in the flow a little bit later in the evenings. You have to know when you are most productive. And sometimes this lines up with your business. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes this lines up with your kid's schedule. Sometimes it doesn't. If all you have is nap time, Then you better turn everything off and get your work in. Then I've lived that world. I know it's not easy, y'all. So, shout out to all the stay at home moms and dads raising babies and raising your businesses at the same time. My hat is off to you for sure. Now, if you don't know when you're most productive, you can figure that out with a simple time and energy audit. This isn't hard to do, but it will require some attention. So, You have to pay attention and keep track of things for a few days. So grab a notebook or make a note on your phone. This is how you're going to do it. You can set it up by the hour or every 30 minutes, but you're going to track what you're doing in these blocks of time. Write down what you actually did, okay? And I also want you to write down your energy levels. Do this for several of your most typical days in a row. To really see a trend, you may have to track for a week or two but even if you can just do it for a few days, that's better than nothing. So when are you getting more done? When are you most creative? When do you feel like you are on fire, like you can take on the world? When do you feel like you need a nap? Those are all important things to learn about yourself to figure out. Now, based on what you learn, try to create a schedule around how you feel and when you can be most productive. All right, you'll be surprised. This helps so much. It's You know, time consuming to do, but I think that time invested is gonna pay off if you go through that exercise. Now, after you do that, evaluate what tasks you're doing and which ones can go. So, if you do this time audit, you're gonna be writing everything down that you're doing, right? Do you see anything in those lists that you can honestly say you shouldn't be doing in your business? Where is your time being wasted? If there's anything that could be outsourced or delegated to get your time back, are you willing to do that? Look at it with an open mind and a willingness to let go of some things. Okay, you got to do it, you guys. I know it's hard from one control freak to another. I'm sure you're out there listening. You got to be willing to let some things go. Okay, last thing, take a break. Your day is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not meant to be a sprint. You have to pace yourself or you will be exhausted by lunchtime. Reward yourself with some mental and some physical breaks. I love to get outside in the afternoons, either for a short walk or I'll go play in the yard with my dogs. Sometimes I just have to step away from the computer and you need to do the same thing. So be sure that you make room for a break in your day too, okay? Next week's episode, I am breaking down how I actually go about planning a week. It's my exact process I go through every Sunday, so be sure you come back for that one if it's something that you're interested in. Okay, before I wrap up today, I want to brag on my students inside Studio Secrets who have been mastering their productivity through the systems that they are setting up. So I just want to share some of their wins with you because I want you to know what is possible for you too. You can see the actual screenshots if you want to and any of the links always, always that I mention in the show notes at SeniorStudioSuccess.com forward slash podcast. Kelly finished up her last ordering session for one of her 22 seniors, $2,500 sale. Heck yeah, girl. She had two ordering sessions from Family Sessions too, and she booked a couple more consults. Kelly is on fire right now. Tim. Tim. He created his new email funnel campaign, his very first one. He said it was a big deal for him. So I'm excited to see how that goes this year. Krista finished her new website with PhotoBiz. I love PhotoBiz. You can check out them in the show notes for sure. They are awesome. Heather said she had her first successful IPS or in-person sale, and she made triple what she did last year from one session. And she was taking her family out to dinner. Go, Heather. Emily, she says, I had my 13th class of 23 book and two more inquiries pending a decision. Last year at this time, she had about four booked. So she's had actually just reached out to her local photography network to find somebody with similar pricing, similar experience, so that she could refer clients, to because she's afraid she's going to get overbooked. So that is awesome. I'm so excited for you, Emily. I know you track your numbers like crazy, and this is a big deal to you. So that's what's been going on lately inside Studio Secrets. We just had a coaching call on content planning. That was awesome. And our next call is all about uh, planning for quarter four. That's hard to even think about when it's still 90 degrees out here in Georgia, but we're going to make it happen. I love sharing these stories. I hope you love them too. These are their wins, not mine. You know, I say that every time. But here's the thing. Anything that they have accomplished, you can do it too. It is completely possible for you too. Enrollment isn't open right now for Studio Secrets, but it will be again in November. And I've opened up my availability for clarity calls. I'm going to start taking those here in in August, and I'm going to be pre-selling seats for the next round. So if you don't want to miss out, if you want to see, you can schedule one of those or you can just get on the wait list at SeniorStudioSuccess.com forward slash Studio Secrets. Okay, y'all, that is it for today. I love knowing that you're listening. Take a screenshot of this episode. Tag me in your stories so that we can connect one-on-one. I want to get to know you. Now, if you've been listening for a long time, you know what comes next. And the reason why I ask this, I'm not going to ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do. Ask for testimonials. Get the Google reviews from your clients, you guys. So if you have found this podcast helpful for your business in any way, would you hit pause and take two minutes to leave a rating and review wherever you listen? It helps so much with getting the word out about what I'm trying to do here, create a better situation for all of us in the industry and push you to build a more profitable, productive, and purposeful business so that you can spend more time doing what you love with the ones you love. Okay, let's connect over in the Senior Studio Success Facebook group. Continue the conversation there or over on Instagram at Senior Studio Success. Have a great week, you guys hope you enjoyed this episode of the Senior Studio Success Podcast. Be sure to head on over to the show notes at SeniorStudioSuccess.com forward slash podcast to grab all the links and info from this episode. And if you loved it as much as I did, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another one. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon, my friends. Take care.